ברשותכם, with everybody's permission, והינו עם אדוני אלוהינו עלינו מעשה ידינו כוננה עלינו ומעשה ידינו כוננהו. Today's shiur is dedicated לאומי שמש יחזקאל בר יוסף, today's the day of the sal, נענוסו בנימין בן יצחק, יהודה בן דוד, רינת מלכה בדן, שמעון בן מישאל, יצחק בן שלמה, יעקב בן משה, יהושע בן יצחק, בנימין בן דוד, רחל בת יוסף, אסנת בת יהודה, יעקב בן בנימין I have a friend who can teach you to grow, Baruch Hashem, you know, <laughs> I, I, I always think, you know, Baruch Hashem that we have Kanisa and that we have Minyan every single day, you know, there are many people, I'm sure that they maybe see just two, three people a day, if you just wake up and you go to the office and, and you come home and, and who do you see, you know, Baruch Hashem, we have a Minyan, Minyan, just, just having it is something that, that gives you energy, it's, it's such a bracha. What, what Hashem gave us. There's a very nice story in the Gemara about Choniya Me'agel. There was a great rabbi, Choniya Me'agel. Um, he was called Me'agel because he, he would make a circle whenever there was no rain and he would stand inside the circle and he would say, I'm not leaving the circle until Hashem sends rain for <laughs> the Jewish people. <laughs> and his tefillot were effective. His tefillot were effective. So the Gemara says that one day he goes and sees somebody planting a carob tree and it was a type of tree that it would take 70 years in order to bear fruit you you planted the tree and you and you wouldn't see the fruit for 70 years so he walks over to the man and he says what are you doing what are you you're planting this tree you're never going to see the fruit i'm never going to see the fruit you're never going to see the fruit so why are you planting this tree so the man says when, when I woke up in this world, there was a carob tree over here because my grandparents planted it for me to be able to enjoy it. So I'm planting it now so that my grandchildren, Vezrat Hashem, are going to be able to enjoy from the fruit of this tree. And then the Gemara tells a story that it says that Choniya Me'agel went to sleep and he fell asleep for 70 years. 70 years he fell, he fell asleep. And he wakes up and he sees a man who looks exactly like the man that he met. So he says, are you this guy? Are you the guy that I, that I just talked to yesterday? And he said, no, 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 that was my grandfather. And <laughs> was my grandfather. I'm his grandson. And now he's eating and enjoying the carob tree that, that his grandfather had planted. So then the Gemara says that Choniya Me'agel went to his house. He went looking for his son. He said, is my son still alive? They said, no, your son's not alive. Your grandson is alive. Well, he said, I'm your grandfather. I'm Choni. They said, well, what are you talking about? I mean, he passed away many, many, many years ago. So he goes to the Beit Midrash. He goes to the yeshiva to go, to go learn with, the, with everybody. And they say, who are you? They say, I'm Choni. They said, no, 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 no. It can't be. You're not, you're, you're not, you're not Choni Ameagel. He, he said, ask me any question you want. They ask him any question in Torah, related to Torah, he has the answer for them right away on the spot, he gives them the answer. He said, look, I'm Choni, it's really me. And they said, no, 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 we don't believe you, you're a, <laughs> you're a fraud, you're not, you're not really Choni. 
until the Gemara says that he prayed that he should die. The Gemara says that he said, O Chevruta, Chevruta that we're learning, O Mituta. Either you have friends or you'd rather death. If you don't have anybody uh, with you or around you that you can have uh, some social interaction with and some social uh, life with, a person can't live without it. You need it. It's necessity. Again, Raboteno, our, our Gemara, has some really beautiful stories and beautiful lessons. So here's what Pele Yoetz is teaching. Every person must have friends around him. And we said, and he said, he said, if a person doesn't have friends, be your own friend. <laughs> Ask questions. Talk to yourself. Ask questions to yourself. Answer like a mirror. Be your own devil's advocate. Torah. Uh, and wh- whenever you learn Torah and you come up with a novel idea, you come up with a new question or a new answer, um, ask on it. See if you can prove yourself wrong. See if you can show that, that you're wrong. Now, and for those, for those of us who want to fear Hashem, we want to serve Hashem, and we want to be good Jews, what's beautiful for us is to find other Jewish God-fearing friends and those who are going to be a positive influence around us and, and to spend time with them. And allow them to give us advice. Allow us to give direction. Open ourselves up to learning from those around us and from those who will influence us positively. And then to help them as well. Each man should help their friend. And to our brothers we should say, let us strengthen ourselves to serve God and to serve Hashem. As we know, that when it comes to human beings, uh, there are different uh, things that sometimes we can understand why and sometimes we can't. But some people are just compatible with each other and some people aren't. Says. Some people just click and some people don't click. And you can't always predict why one man or will click with another man or why a woman will click with uh, another woman. And it's not just about being socially outgoing. Uh, it's not just about uh, being uh, extrovert as opposed to being an introvert there. There are some people that just click with each other. And sometimes there is a matter of finding somebody that you click with, finding someone that you're comfortable with, someone that you can open yourself up to, and someone that you're willing to receive advice from, and someone who you're willing to receive guidance from. And, and not every person will click with another person. And you, you could have even the, the best rabbi in the world. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to click with every person, the most knowledgeable rabbi in the world will not necessarily click with any person. It's not just a matter of wisdom. There is a... And yeah, but you have... Exactly. This is Pedro at this point. You have to seek that click. You have to seek, look for it. It shouldn't be that, you know, every time when I sit with this person, it's, uh, it's either it's boring or it's makhloket. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, just, you don't feel that energy and don't feel that compatibility. But once you find a person like that, once you find a person that you click with, stick to them. Stick to them. Attach yourself to them. Brothers sit together. But part of life is that it's not always easy to find that person. You have to, you have to search for people like that who can be your friends. And then sometimes it unfortunately works out that you feel that way towards them and they don't feel that way towards you. 
they don't have to tell. So for both to click with each other can, can be a bit of a science and can be a little of trial and error until you find somebody who's on your level and who's approximately at your level and can talk to you and you, uh, and, and you feel close to them and you feel like you can hear from them. But once you find them, once you find each other, grab onto them. Grab onto them and don't let go. And always be with them, always spend time with them, always be around them. Now, there's a very nice Pirkei Avot. Pirkei says, Buy yourself a friend. Even pay for it. Spend on it. Spend on it. Spend on it. In order to be able to have interaction with them and then spend time with them. If you find somebody that you can learn from and you can find someone that you can grow from and someone that you can open up to and they're going to give you good advice and pay for it. Pay for it. It's, a, it's well worth the investment. And the, the money you're not going to take with you to Olam Haba. But your life, you live a longer life, you live a better life, a happier life, you can take it to the bank. And just like having a good friend brings redemption to a person at any rate anytime he says at any rate it's uh, <laughs> watch out a bad friend can pull you down to, to the worst place okay. <laughs> a person has to understand that having the wrong people around you it's the worst. There is no way that you won't be influenced negatively. There is no way that they won't pull you down. A person should never say to himself, but I can stay above the influence. Yeah, I'm above, you know, nobody else there. You know, they're like, I can be, I can spend time with them and I'm going to be above the influence. There's nobody who's above the influence. If you're with them, you're going to be influenced in some way. Even if you don't actually end up fully engaging in everything that they're doing, um, but your your concept is going to change. Everyone's going to, either other people are going to associate you with them, or even you're going to say, no, it's not so bad. You know, they're doing drugs. Okay, I'm not going to do drugs, but then I, it's not so bad. You know, they're depressed. You know, they're this, they're that. And, and you start finding ways to make it okay and to make them feel okay. No, just stay away from them and and hold to your values that drugs are bad, period. And don't try to find a way to to make it okay and to make it like no 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 no. But for them and in their situation, it's uh, it's really fence. something. It, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Build the fence. Sometimes even just because you're around them, then you don't want to embarrass them. And sometimes you have to participate in certain activities, not not because it's like me or because I would participate in that activity. Right? But I feel obliged just not to shame somebody or not to embarrass somebody. Um, I have to participate in some kind of way. Even if you save yourself from saying the Lashon Hara, you're still hearing the Lashon Hara. It still goes into your ears. And even if you're saved from participating in any of it, you're not saved from not rebuking them. Which is also a mitzvah that you're not fulfilling. So all you end up with is pain and grief. And therefore we have to, number one, separate ourselves from just such groups. The Rambam says that it's, it's so extreme and so important to the point 
that if you cannot find good friends, go live in a hut by yourself in the middle of the desert. But don't, but don't live around bad friends. Don't live around a community that's going to influence you badly or friends who are going to influence you badly. Go find somewhere in the world where there are good people. Go find somewhere in the world where you can find good friends. And if you don't find anybody, go out to the, de- go out to the desert and build yourself a hut and go live by yourself. Yeah. He says, don't, don't, you're not going to be influenced unless you have a group of bigger friends who are going to influence them. Like a group of more friends. I mean, like helping them out. Yeah. So, so it's a very good question in the world of Kiruv and the world of bringing friends closer to Judaism. But one of the principles they say is don't go to them, have them come to you. Right? Have them. Yeah. Yeah, they have to, yeah, there has to be a certain desire, but don't do it in. Yeah, don't do it. You're not going. The, the chances of you influencing them when you're when you're the away team and you're not the home team, the chances of you influencing them are very, very, very low. And even if you influence them a little bit, you lost. You lost. So therefore, it says Pele, it's not just for yourself. Your children, your children, be careful. They're in the right groups of friends. Right? Make sure that they're not around the bad groups of friends. Yeah, have have them sit together with a with a good rabbi who's going to teach them, and they can they can connect with. Have them around a good a good friend who's going to influence them positively. Right, right, yeah, a, good, a person a person with good friends, they're going to elevate him. A person who who learns with good rabbis or with chachamim or with wise men, people who can teach him, even if he can be an apprentice to them, find them being an apprentice, they're gonna grow from it. And also at the very least, that's has one last point we're going to finish off with. I know Michael's giving me the signal. Right? As, as your last resort, if you don't have a friend to speak to, go to your wife. Now you can speak to your wife also. Right? And as we found, they wanted him to make the president of the Jewish people. Amur Rabbi said, He went to his wife to go and ask her, What do you think? Should I take this position? Should I not take this position? And they said, Even if your wife is lower than you, bend down and talk to her. Bend down and talk to her at her level. She is the wife and the friend of your covenant. So, Israel Hashem, we should also hopefully always marry good spouses that will help us grow as well. Talk against the world.